to the next episode of Naria Lamera Nutrition. Today's episode is all about the low FODMAP diet. First, what does low FODMAP stand for? Low FODMAP stands for fermentable oligosaccharides, disaccharides, monosaccharides, and polyols. These are short chain carbohydrates that many individuals have trouble digesting. Um, if you have trouble digesting, you'll know because you'll have some gas, you'll, you may have some constipation, diarrhea, let's say, for example, or irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, with diarrhea, and some have unspecified, which you just have both diarrhea and constipation, which is definitely not fun. For these individuals, this diet works great. And again, at this point, I've worked with thousands of individuals with this condition. And when we start the low FODMAP diet, they see a big change. And I know a lot of the patients say, hey, Naria, I've tried this diet before. Um, I've tried other diets before, but I still don't feel comfortable going out with friends. I don't feel comfortable um, going out of the house or not knowing where, where there's a bathroom before they start. And after working with me for a few weeks, for a few months, they can, they're usually, I would say 90% of the time, unless we're still kind of making some changes, feel much more comfortable going out to the restaurants, going out to to other places without having to know exactly where the, where the bathroom is. And that's something that can impact your quality of life. So let's talk about what is a low FODMAP diet. The first step of following a low FODMAP diet is the elimination phase. Usually this phase will last about three to five weeks-ish, and this is where we eliminate all the high FODMAP foods. Now, I will mention, I have worked with individuals that have said they've tried the low FODMAP diet before, and they will come with journals or have lists for me, so at that point, I may start with safe foods. But let's say you're new to this and you haven't tried the low FODMAP, a safe and easy way to just eliminate the high, high FODMAP foods for a while and see how you feel. What you're looking for is less constipation, less bloating if those are your symptoms, or less diarrhea. You're, you want to see some type of improvement. That would be step one, elimination phase. And that's one of the reasons I do suggest to seek a healthcare professional because the elimination phase is different for most individuals. When you are eliminating, I encourage you to look at food labels. I always give a thorough handout to all of my clients and patients that are starting a low FODMAP diet. But these days, we're kind of spoiled. You go to the grocery store and a lot of, say, GF or gluten-free, a lot of them will have the little digestive system for low FODMAP. So look for these signs. Look for signs that are that make it nice and easy for you. Do they have the low FODMAP sign? If they do, nice and easy. Otherwise, you may have to look, of course, at the ingredient list, look at the nutrition facts panel, look at all that good stuff. And even if they do have the little GI system, I encourage you to get comfortable reading the nutrition facts panel. <laughs> you can't escape from looking at the ingredients. Where in the ingredient list is it? Is it on the first? Is it the first ingredient that's on there? Is it the last? That's something, again, that I always teach my clients about. You have to see the ingredient list and see, is it the first ingredient? Is it the middle? Is it the last? Because that's something that can also impact you on a negative and positive way, depending on what your symptoms are. Now, when you are eliminating, part of, or some of the confusion I get a lot of from a lot of my clients is, Nari, this is it's a low FODMAP food at a certain portion, but this is a high FODMAP at a different portion. And it's true. Therefore, you have to be mindful. This is a low FODMAP 
food if it's one tablespoon or if it's for example half of a certain fruit so you have to be mindful is it a low FODMAP high FODMAP and if it is a low FODMAP is there a portion that I need to be mindful of there's a lot of foods that are low FODMAP that you can just have a ball with it there's no portion in it but there's other foods that you have to be very mindful and know that if you have more than one tablespoon or two tablespoons of something you may feel a little bit uncomfortable so again write it down the portion I know it's something that sometimes we miss and we don't think about it. And remember, this is only the beginning. This phase doesn't last forever. So just kind of bear through it. Things will get easier. Next is the reintroduction phase. Now, during the reintroduction phase, you introduce one new food at a time. I know it can sound like a tedious process and it's not the funnest thing in the world, but trust me, it will pay off. We're working to improve your quality of life. Therefore, we have to do these things in order to find out how is your, why, what's your body able to tolerate when it's not. Now, you introduce one new food at a time. You typically take about three to five days when you're introducing that food. Now, you don't just go for it and have a random portion of it. You're very mindful of these things. So, you introduce it in small portions at a time. I've even had individuals start to reintroduce their foods. Two bites, then four bites, then a small portion, and then a regular portion. And during this time, you again log your symptoms. Are you feeling okay? Did you have some bloating, any bloating, any constipation, any diarrhea? Log it all. So remember, you introduce one new food at a time and making sure you're talking to your dietitian about all these things. So she can guide you or he can guide you as best as possible. The next step is the personalization. Now again, I've worked with enough individuals that I've heard enough times saying, all right, this is a high FODMAP food, but I'm fine, or this is a low FODMAP food, FODMAP food, and I'm not feeling so well. So even though we have these two lists that we have high FODMAP, low FODMAP, it's important that you make your own list for you because you're your unique individual, your body is different from other individuals. So although the, the, the majority of that list may pertain to most, right, with IBS, you may find some variables here and there and you wouldn't want to eliminate food if you don't have to we only want to remove things if we absolutely have to so third part it how does your body feel how do you feel has it affected your energy that's where we get into individualization or individualization talking only about you and your system so what can you do to make this easy plan I mean, honestly, even with the individuals that work with weight management, plan. Plan your meals. When you go to the grocery store, look at the low FODMAP foods. Buy low FODMAP foods. Have that ready in your house. Look at for the, the main courses. Look for snacks. And again, look at the ingredient list. Check, are it, would this be a low FODMAP food? Have I found it to be safe for me? Have these foods in your home. Plan for them. Make this easy as possible. I always tell my clients, the easier that you make these things, the more likely you're going to follow it. If you're going out at a restaurant, look at their menu. Maybe the, the restaurant has low FODMAP options. Again, we're, we're very spoiled these days, especially for me. I'm in California, and I've seen it enough that I, I can tell you that there are certain restaurants here that have these options. So search, be prepared, be ready, so that way if you're going out with friends, you don't want to stress about having these symptoms. Just look at their menu before, plan for it, and if you're working with a dietitian, have the dietitian review the menu if it's your first time, or if you have any questions.
And again, look at the ingredient list. <laughs> I can't emphasize this enough. Remember, if the ingredient is the first one, that means most of that product is that ingredient. The last ingredient, that's the least of the product. So look at the ingredient list, check out where is it in the ingredient list, and get comfortable with these things. Like anything in life, the more you practice, the easier it gets, the better you get at it. So get comfortable with this. Now, I usually like to have my clients um, take pictures of different products at the grocery store and review it with them. And at first, I'll answer the questions, but after a while, I have them answer these questions because I want them to be able to fend for themselves, to fly free like birds, to be able to do this without their dietitian. But at first, trust me, I am there 100% even after. But I start to let go a little bit to see like, hey, do you feel comfortable with this because this is a lifestyle, this is for the rest of your life. So I have to know that you feel comfortable doing these things on your own. And friends. Look for alternatives. Again, we live in a time that there's alternatives for mostly everything. So if you find that a food is high FODMAP or even low FODMAP that you can't really tolerate it, look for alternatives. Talk to your dietitian. Talk to your dietitian and see like, what can I substitute this with? Can, is there a store that maybe has alternatives? There's in San Diego, there's Trader Joe's, we have Whole Foods. You have even found amazing products that like, um, Vons, Albertsons, try, take your time, go to your grocery store, see who has what, how are their sections, normally you'll see like a gluten-free section, you may find kind of like a low FODMAP in certain stores, but if not, get comfortable in the stores that you typically shop, shop at and get comfortable with the products and look like, hey, I can't have this, but what can I possibly substitute it with? Maybe a different flavor or a similar flavor, um, but Play around with these things. It takes time. The goal is to make a list that's personalized to you. Now friends, that's kind of like a low FODMAP diet starter pack. <laughs> that's a great way to go into the FODMAP, give it a go. But if you are truly thinking of starting a low FODMAP, I do encourage you to talk to your dietitian. Trust me, it makes the process a lot easier. I've worked with so many individuals that have told me that they've tried the low FODMAP diet, have come discouraged, but referred from or by their doctor. And after working with me for a while, they come and say, hey, I wasn't expecting that. And that's what I want to hear. I want to make sure my goal for all of you, for all of my clients, is to improve your health to improve your quality of life, to help you feel comfortable going out in the world and not having to worry about where is your bathroom. I want you to have fun, right? So because of that, trust me, your dietitian will make the process easier. So feel free, reach out, especially if you have insurance, just at least do one appointment. But you, of course, it's usually gonna take more than that, but just kind of getting comfortable with it, make the appointment, step one. Step two, show up and see what you get. Alright, now if you have any questions, make sure to comment below. Otherwise, I'll see you next time. Bye friends!